0: Welcome to Made to Create. I am here with April Dillo, a jewelry designer, author, and speaker. Um, April, do you want to say hello? Hello. <laughs> and um, I think I started to um, kind of see what you were doing mostly through with um, the stamped lily. So I came to know you from like a professional standpoint, kind of um, see a little bit of what you were up to um, through that. And, and I know that I actually just kind of recently learned that you're doing all these other amazing things. Um, and so maybe do you want to talk a little bit about that and kind of share a little bit about who you are and, um, about what you're doing with your jewelry design and a little bit about your speaking and writing as well?
1: Yeah. So, uh, okay. So I'm April and I, I'm married, uh, been married for 10 years and I have three kids. Um, they are about to be nine, seven, and five. And, um, so I'm pretty much just mostly a stay at home mom and the stamp Lily actually came about, about five years ago. Now I saw this idea for stamping metal and a good friend of mine, um, had just recently lost her brother and I just wanted to love on her a little bit. And so I just stamped her this necklace with her brother's initial in it and, From there, it just kind of, you know, took off. So, um, so that's where the whole, I didn't really, I don't think I knew I was starting a business when I started this whole thing. It just kind of happened, which I'm grateful for now because, you know, all these other things have happened. Um, and then, so the writing and the speaking thing, um, so I, I actually wrote a book. I, I have a, uh, children's book. It's a self-published children's book called brothers make the best friends. And I wrote it in two thousand and fourteen. My brother died by suicide. Mm-hmm. And it was in the month, probably a month after he died that I wrote that book. And I kind of just held on to it. Um, I mean, that's a whole nother story. But mm-hmm. in the end, i do I do have that book, so that's why, technically i'm an author Mm -hmm. um so i have the children's book um the speaking thing has come about um which i had no intentions of doing but the speaking thing just kind of happened because the more i have been on social media with the stamps lily and Mm -hmm. the more i have been open and vulnerable and sharing our story and um my story with my brother and um just mental health and gosh, suicide and all of these things, the more I have talked openly about that, the more these things have come up. So mm-hmm. I spoke on a, uh, on a couple different panels regarding suicide and mental health. And um, then I've, I spoke at a women's event um, here in town with my church, where I just spoke about God using that whole situation and how, um, just how God can repurpose us, you know, mm-hmm. how we, all of these things that we go through, that, um, you know, God's in it with us and Mm -hmm. refining us and that whole process. So, you know, while the stamp Lily, I feel like is where, um, I don't know how to say it. The stamp Lily is where the platform came from, but like me, April is, is the person, you know, behind Mm -hmm. all of that. And so it it incorporates all of those things. So, I feel like that's a really long answer to you. (laughs) No, that's okay. And, and well,
0: and I love because it's not always so clear cut, right? Like there's so many, uh, you know, we aren't just jewelry designers or authors. And, and so there's room to, um, I don't know, a lot of different ways to express our creativity and, um, and you know, especially with you, like I, one thing that I love about following you on social media is your, your vulnerability Um, and just how openly you share about things. Um, and you know, just even, even, um, you know, every every little post, you know, even if it's just about like a new piece that you've designed, like you're, it seems like really intentional about not just sharing what you're making lately, but really sharing about the inspiration behind each piece. And, um, and so that's, you know, I, I noticed that from, from the onset, um, but you know, that there's so many different ways, especially when you have such a, a powerful message is is what, you have to share um, in a lot of different ways, right? Like you, you know, you, you and your family like went through a really um, tough thing and, and to have the vulnerability and the the bravery to share that, um, you know, there's lots of different ways and, and venues to share that. But then I I know that um, through a lot of your work, right, your faith is able to kind of come out and you're able to share that. Right. Um, and so I love that, you know, you've chosen a lot of different ways and platforms to be able to share those things that are really important to you.
1: Right. Yeah, I I appreciate that. That was never um, on my radar, nor was it the attention. But I just think that's how God works, right? I mean, you you look back on your life, mm-hmm. like I don't know, even five or ten years ago, and think, you know, whatever it is, you know, you ha- I don't. Most of us, I think, could say, <laughs> "There's no way I would have put myself right here, right now, feeling right, right. these things." Or you know, He calls you into uncomfortable places, so you know yeah when well,
0: i love just even what you were saying right now about um like i I've, I've never really been a fan of the like i don't know when people will say like oh you know well um w- when we go through hard things and and people will you know in their effort i i think a lot of times just to comfort people like you know well god has a plan for that and well you know sometimes i don't i don't want to think that my pain especially if it's a really really hard thing that I'm going through that that's just, you know, I just need to suck it up and be okay with the fact that I have to deal with this really hard thing because it's part of God's greater plan. But rather what I'm hearing come across through what you're saying is, um, that God's going to use everything, right. Every experience, Mm -hmm. um, he can use that. Um, and I think that's a much more encouraging message to be able to give too.
1: Right. And I don't think, you know, I think, gosh, it's so, it's such a hard, um, gosh, it's just a hard thing to reconcile. You know, mm-hmm. when these things happen in your life, like, you know, there's this, yeah, it's, it's God's plan. Well, was it his plan that my brother died? No, that can't be his plan. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sin. That's what that grieves him. Like, that's not what he wants right. for us. But I think in the midst of all that, like you're saying that, um, he can use everything. Mm-hmm. And I think he does use everything for his glory and not even what I think is appropriate use of right. <laughs> or what I'm comfortable with him using. You know, I, Um, but he does, and I'm grateful for it. And I think it ends up being something, um, way more, um, beautiful Mm -hmm. than I could have ever put it. So, so I think, um, it's hard to see it, uh, in the middle of all of that, um, Mm -hmm. no matter what you're going through, I think it's really difficult to see it, but, um, allowing God to work in those seasons, um. I don't know, is, I don't think at the time I knew what I was doing, if that makes any sense. Like after my brother died, I don't think that I knew that I was allowing him to use it. But the things I think I, I said yes to, like saying yes to help, saying yes to community, letting, just like looking for ways for God to show up. Mm -hmm. Um, just, just like, I don't know, reiterated the fact that he was there, you know? And mm-hmm. so I think looking back on that time now, I can say, okay, I can see how God used this. He's still using it. And I still ask him to use it because I, that, that's one thing. Um, like, I don't want to necessarily be on a stage, right? Like, it's not my first thing that I mm-hmm. like, Oh, it's Thursday. I want to talk on stage. Like, that's not, that's not my idea of like a really super fun night. Right. But I always, I have said ever since I started sharing these things and, um, people have been asking or whatever, I always say yes, because I want God to use it. If, but for one person, and that's what I just keep saying, God, if you're going to use it, or if you can use this for just one person, then it's worth it. It's worth me being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's worth me being vulnerable. It's worth, you know, whatever happens, I will do it because Mm -hmm. I don't want, People
0: to feel alone so yeah um well that's that's great and um yeah i think that's that's just a, gives a lot of purpose behind you know when when really terrible things happen um you know it i think can instill a sense of hope and and also just yeah give give some purpose and and a way to you know kind of focus I like, probably some of that grief I would imagine but yeah. also kind of celebrate him as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's awesome. Cool. Um I'm gonna take a step back for a second because I realized um one one question that I had, um and I should probably should have asked this earlier, but um about the name, the stamped lily. Like where did <laughs> where that even came from?
1: Well um so so lilies are my favorite flower. They okay. were our wedding flower. It's I love Lilies, and um so I started playing with the name with Lily in it somehow (laughs) and uh I was thinking of things like the rustic Lily or like Mm -hmm. you know just trying and so I started just searching Instagram names right like when you're trying to create something (laughs) you just you're like looking to see if anyone has owned this uh Instagram handle yet um and all of those things were taken and I was stamping metal. And so I just said the stamp fully. And at first um, it was rough. Like, I don't want to say it's rough, but I don't know. Whenever you create something new, you're just like, oh, is that really what it is? And now I can't imagine it being anything else, you know? Right. <laughs> you just say it so much that like, oh, is that the stamp Lily? Yeah, I'm the stamp Lily. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's like my my other name. I don't know. Right. Well,
0: and the funny thing about that is it was like just today that I was, I was sending you an email about our interview today and about like some of the questions that I had. And, um, I was writing this email to you and I was like, I don't think I actually know her name. <laughs> so, I'm just I a stamped had, lily. That's, like, and that's the, the thing.
1: Lily? Yeah, Exactly. I know. <laughs>
0: and I was like, oh, wow. I, I realized like I only knew you as the stamped lily. So that's so funny that you say that because in my head that was like totally your name.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or people think my name is Lily. That has mm, happened okay. a couple of times before. Oh, but, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but Now I see you, 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 you could be in April. I, I could see yeah. how that
1: works. <laughs> <laughs> the name fits. Okay, good. Gotcha. <laughs> the name
0: fits, yeah. Um, oh, and then earlier you were saying that you're like the stamped lily kind of well, I mean, you know, not necessarily started as a business, but you kind of started doing that um as a, a way to kind of give something to, to somebody. Um, and then but did you I mean, did obviously you, you knew how to do that. You know, so no. Or like what did that what did that process look like of like just even getting into that? <laughs> So this is the point at which technology fails us and our audio cuts out. Um, Technology is really great like that. But essentially what you missed was me asking April a little bit about how she got started with learning how to do stamping. And essentially what she shared was that she had, well, we had a mutual friend who had lost her brother around that time. And as a way to show that friend love and care, Um, she wanted to send a gift basket or something just with a few handmade items, um, a a lot of things from other folks, other artists and, and creatives. And so she put all this stuff together, but she really wanted something else that was personally from her. And so she had seen elsewhere other types of stamped necklaces and had thought, oh, you know, that's something that, you know, she thought that she could do and, and that she could make on her own. And so she you know, spoke to her husband about it. And, um, you know, she was able to get all the materials together to to try and make that. Um, and it also, in addition to just being a personal touch that she was able to send to this friend, it also served as a the purpose of providing um, a reminder of God's promises to her in a time where she might have felt a little bit weary. So That's about what you missed. And here's the rest of our conversation.
1: So then I, you know, I went to my husband and I was like, all right, so I really want to make this necklace for Sarah, but it's going to cost probably (laughs) um, at least $100 in supplies (laughs) because stamps are kind of (laughs) pricey. And so he's like, yeah, that's fine. You know, that's totally fine. So Mm -hmm. we, I just went to Hobby Lobby and I grabbed some supplies and right there on my garage floor, I just stamped Mm -hmm. away. (laughs) So (laughs) that's how it started. And so that was the very first necklace I made was for Sarah.
0: And I realized, I mean, like, I know when, when you're saying like stamped necklaces or like, I realize that I know what you're talking about because I follow you. And so can you kind of describe um, exactly like what, like what your jewelry looks like or, or kind of like what the, the niches, you know? So,
1: okay. So it's um, when I say stamping, I'm talking about metal stamping. And so there are individual letters, different fonts, And you basically, you set it on top of your metal and you hammer it. So you do that with each letter and there's pictures and like different little, you know, like little hearts or graphics of some sort. And um, you can buy metal plates that are already shaped. Some people make their own plates. Um, There's different metals, there's brass and copper and nickel and pewter and (laughs) lots of different metals that you can use. Um, I started with those metal stamped necklaces, but I had, I had seen leather cuffs before. Um, I wasn't, it took me a while to figure out that they were using belts. I didn't realize that they were using belts to make cuffs and I cannot even remember where I saw them. I saw them at a store up in Big Bear once. Um, it's a boutique type store up there. Mm -hmm. Gosh, these are so cute. I really wish, like, I really want to make these. So I made like, I don't know, a handful of necklaces and then I went back to my husband. like uh so i really want to try to make these stuff uh can i buy some more supplies like and not not that i have to ask him for permission i feel like it makes them sound bad but i you know when you're spending like a good chunk of money i want to just say hey i'm gonna spend another hundred bucks on craft don't be surprised when our
0: our bank account is (laughs) (laughs) negative at
1: at joanne's and hobby lobby i'm i'm tackling another endeavor what do you think about this and Mm um so he you know of course was All for it. So figured out how to set snaps and Mm -hmm. did some thrifting for my first round of leather belts and just kind of played around. And that's where, um, cuffs come from. So I currently make leather cuffs and I attach that stamped piece of metal on there. So I do lots Mm -hmm. of things to leather. I paint it, I stitch it, I put lace on it. There's just a lot of different things that I do with it. And then, um, I add that metal plate, but I also make stamped necklaces and it's gone into earrings and keychains mm-hmm. and just other things like it's grown. I started with cuffs, well, technically necklaces, mm-hmm. but
0: <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I know that can be really hard work too. I mean, I for a while, um, I mean, it's kind of dropped off since um, the whole quarantine hap- thing happened. But you know, we were doing a friend of mine and I were doing a once a month like women's gathering where we would, you know do some sort of like craft project or some sort of art project together as a group and just kind of build community. But um, we did, we had someone come in and kind of show us how to do, um, she she you know works with leather and um, we didn't do really any stamping, but even just, I mean, she, all the leather was like pre-cut. And so really most of what we were doing was the stitching. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we we did have to cut out a few pieces, but even that I was like, man, this is, like, this is hard work. <laughs> this is not for for the uh, for the weary to uh, yeah. to to try and do. So, um, yeah, I know that was hard. My piece didn't turn out very well. In case you were wondering, so <laughs> you have to show it now.
1: You um, have to profile on your stories yeah, or something. I know. I
0: should. I should. It's pretty bad. Um, and then actually, that leads really well into one of the questions that I did have because um, I was scrolling through and just you know, trying to get an idea of like some of the things that some questions I would have to help to kind of bring out your story and like what's, you know, seems to be really important to you. Um, and so one post that I read recently was, you know, you'd put, you know, I love the process of repurposing jewelry. I love it for lots of reasons, but it seems the more I drill snip and file these pieces, I begin to see the process in light of how God does the same thing to us. Um, And I was hoping that that fits just really well into exactly what you're, you know, you were kind of starting to talk about, but can you share a little bit more about that and kind of your heart behind that too? Yeah.
1: So, um, you know, when this whole thing, you know, when, when creating jewelry, you know, first started, I didn't, I just thought of it as a way to be creative. And it was, a. Mm have I love to work with my hands. And so this, this, this thing just started happening, but The more and more that I play around with the leather and the jewelry and, you know, all of this stuff, I I started to really look at the whole process differently. And that's what I was just basically saying. And and what I mean Mm -hmm. is, you know, like, is it relates to a situation in our life, right? We're in the middle of this situation and in the hand of our creator. And we have no idea what it's going to look like. And we have no idea why you know, why we're being pruned or bent or refi- like, we don't, we don't know what it's going to look like on the other side. And so there's doubt and there's fear and it makes us question things. It makes us question God. It, it, you know, we can't, we can't see the ending, but God does. And so, right and in the middle of making a cuff or in, in that case where I'm taking apart other pieces of jewelry, cause I started doing that too. So I started taking old brooches and, um, old necklaces and taking them apart and making new things. It's just saying, you know, we, as the, as the, I don't know when this like the clay, like we don't, we can't see it Mm -hmm. in the middle of it, but at the end we come out of something completely different. So I, in that case, I start with, let's say I start with a bracelet and I can like take it apart and, um, and. Like snip it and file it and do all of these things, and I turn it into necklaces. Well, in the mm-hmm. you know in the process, it it you you know you don't know what is happening, <laughs> um, but right. I know what's happening. Like I know what I'm going to do with it, and so in the end, I end up you know creating something different or more beautiful or just something that is just used for something else. So you know the bracelet mm-hmm. is not a bracelet anymore. It's necklaces that five people can wear, or you know so. I right. feel like, does
0: that answer your question? I feel like. Yeah, okay. no, absolutely. Um, and it was like a few years ago, I learned about this um, Japanese art form called Kintsugi. Have you heard Is of that? Is that
1: the one with the gold? Like the uh-huh. line? Yeah. Uh, and so, Yes.
0: Yeah. So like they take, um, you know, broken pieces of pottery and they mend it back together with like gold or, or silver, just, you know, fine metals. Um, and it turns into this really beautiful piece. But um, what I heard early on, even in our conversation. And even now, as you're describing that more, um, it's really this process of, of kind of, I don't know, like all, you know, we can't always see, you know, five and 10 years down the road, kind of the, the, the path that we're going to take in just what we were talking about earlier, how, um, God is going to use that in ways that we had no idea. Right. And then we, you know, even at the end of our lives have no idea the ways that we've touched other people or, um, the ways that we've like made a mark on the world. Um, but, but God knows, right? right? And so just like that, that old belt that's, you know, stuck in a thrift shop that, you know, for, you know, for all intents and purposes could have just been thrown in a dumpster and, and not really been used for anything. Right. You know, is now kind of transformed into something it never would have imagined it could be, right? right? This beautiful piece of jewelry. Right. Um, or, you know, these scraps of, you know, or what are perceived to be just, you know, scraps of fabric that, um, really have no use or purpose anymore. And, you know, I think a, a lot of times, whether we've gone through something really, really tragic or we're just in a transition in our life, um, and I've been there too, where I'm like, well, I, I have no idea what's next mm-hmm. and I have no idea how, you know, what next year is going to look like. And, um, and I'm sure right now, especially in this kind it's of true. really weird time yeah. that our world is in, um, that that um i guess really that lie is might be really prominent in some people's lives too that there's you know w- w- what what else is there for me you know maybe there's maybe this was it maybe <laughs> maybe i've peaked right i've done the best that i can do already um i mean there's so so much more in store for us i think that we don't even realize or 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 know that's ahead um and until we really allow ourselves to lean it right? right
1: right agreed yeah, yeah. and that's Yeah, that's the heart. And I think, you know, like I said, I didn't know that that's like, Mm -hmm. I've always had a heart for turning something in like creating something from nothing. Like that's always been the heart behind Mm -hmm. the, you know, when I started doing leather and start, you know, like I love that process, but I didn't, the more and more and more that I do it. And the more I see things, the way God works in our lives and the way God works in my life and the lives of my friends, just seeing, um, it's it's a really it's a really cool connection to make with the jewelry that Mm -hmm. I make and then the way God, you know, uses us and repurposes us. So I just love it. I love that there's these parallels that I didn't know existed before but I have I see them now and so it's really cool. Right. Have you been able to
0: I I know I had a a friend on here before, um and I was really curious about like, you know, sometimes we don't always get to see the fruit of our labor, so to speak. and, and especially you know, like I know um, lots of your pieces, they have, you know, it's, they're, they're all beautiful, but there's always, um, like a, another meaning behind it. Right. And so I know a lot of the things that you've stamped onto your jewelry, um, again, really seem intentional and like you're, you're wanting to help be a reminder for, for whoever's wearing it. Yes. Um, yes. have you been able to see or, or hear about kind of like the, I don't know, the the fruits of that labor in a sense?
1: Yes, I am so, so grateful. Um, when I get those little reminders because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you can, um, like, I don't expect God to owe me any kind of signs or yeah. like, yeah. I, it's, no, am I to say, um, I need a sign or, or I can't <laughs> keep going. Right. But I feel, I feel like sometimes, um, they come at the right times. So times when I'm weary or maybe I, um, I don't know, because we all do it, right? We are weary. Mm -hmm. Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? God, I don't know. Like, it's just jewelry. I don't know. Like, I don't know. You start doubting and questioning. Or at least I do sometimes. (laughs) Um, But yes, those reminders come at the most beautiful time. And my favorite stories, gosh, I I feel like there's so many stories um, that people share with me that are just truly amazing and that only God does, of course. But my favorite stories are the ones where... Ladies will message me and they will tell me that somebody took their cuff off and gave it to somebody else mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. messages where friends of mine have said, um, I'll give you two examples. So I, uh, a friend of mine just said, I had this cuff and gosh, I can't remember what it said anymore, but it was, it was a word that she needed in that season, which is why she asked me to stamp mm-hmm. it for her. And so she wore this cuff and, um, you know, wore it all the time. And had since then got a different cuff or just, you know, wear something else now, but uh, messaged me to say I gave it to somebody who needed that word then. And so it's really cool to see how a word that has a word or a verse or something that means something so much to you right now to get you through some season that you're in um, that you can look at, look down at it at one point in your journey and just say, "Ah, you need this more than I do right now. God's already seen me through this. I want you to have it now. And so, um, like those stories are really cool. Uh, when I get to hear that end of it, I've also heard the other end of it. When someone will say that they've been on the receiving end of that. And now they're coming to the shop to get something for somebody else or, you know, and, um, they'll say the same thing. I was really, I was looking at her cuff and it said hope. And I just, gosh, I was in a season where I really, really needed hope. And she just Mm -hmm. took it off and gave it to me. So, I just, those stories are so cool and something like, again, it's something I never thought would happen. I didn't anticipate anything like that. I didn't, you know, I I just think it's so cool that people can just love on each other that way. It's, it's really cool. And it's, it's not because of me, it's because of God using something like a piece of jewelry to, to remind you of something or to, uh, offer hope or extend love to somebody else. Like it's Mm -hmm. not that. has nothing to do with me, girl. Yeah. Right.
0: Like those. Yeah. Because I mean, really, you know, that person had to be in just the right place in the right time to, you know, have, I don't know, be able to, to even offer that. Right. Right. Um, and so, and then, you know, it's like, we all get to be a little part of, of that, that puzzle. And I know like my husband and I will talk a lot about how, um, You know, I I think in the church a lot we hear um, about, you know, okay, well, you know, that we, you know, God created us and then eventually, you know, there's, you know, we can go to heaven. And then like, it's kind of like there's this big old portion in the middle where we spend a whole lifetime on earth and like kind of, you know, bypass that really important piece where we, you know, I think a lot of people just want to understand like, well, what is my purpose for being here? Like, yes, okay, I was created and then, yep, there's, you know. I now I'm believing in this afterlife but what what's kind of the middle of that story here um yeah. and I think that's that's really what it is is it's just we are here to really I don't, give hope to one another and to be able to love on one another and um so it's beautiful that you know and and I'm probably really um you know humbling to be able to be a part of that right, um, right. kind of this larger puzzle where you know everyone's kind of contributing to that so
1: yes and you know cool. I think um you know, another thing is like glorifying God the best that we can. And so these gifts I feel like, you know, whether or not I like they're gifts that he's given me. And so mm-hmm. if I can glorify him with them, I should and I want to. And so mm-hmm. it's you know, I'm grateful that he lets me do it in the form of the sample <laughs> Right. So. Well,
0: and I think that's such um part of the the reason that I love doing this podcast too, is because, um, I, I think as creative people, sometimes we, you, I've definitely gone through seasons of life where I'm like, Oh, well, you know, this, yeah, it's, it's great that I, I get to do this and it brings me joy, but it's not as important as these other, you know, really important things in the world. And, um, or maybe like my, my art and my creativity, you know, it's, um, it's It's a little bit frivolous, or you know, it's it's kind of like a luxury. and um the really important work happens, you know, doing doing like the the big kid stuff, or <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. um, and I think that's kind of um a, a myth that we need to debunk is that those creative things, right? if um you know, if, if you you have that belief that we are made from a creative being, and and for me, I look around and I'm like, well, it's just it's just obvious because I look at all these amazing, you know, things in our world, like the, the plants and the flowers, and, um, even thinking about just the way that the human body works. And there's a lot of creativity in all of that. Right. Um, and so for me to just kind of, you know, pass along, you know, the, the creativity or the gifts that he's given us to create other things, um, and kind of like pass them off as like not that important or, or frivolous, I I think is really, um, it's, you miss a lot of opportunities to really understand who God is and to understand even, you know, who he is in relation to us and, and, and us to the world too. Right. And so, um, and I, I love that you've kind of leaned into that.
1: Thank you. And I think it's important to remember too, that, you know, creativity doesn't just mean that you pick up a hammer or a paintbrush or mm-hmm. that you have a craft closet that, you right. know, is fully stocked or whatever. Creativity looks different for everyone. Um yes. I have mommies who run the most or mommy friends who have who run the most organized home I've ever seen in my life like mm-hmm. I that is a gift <laughs> um yeah. or or the moms who have you know their very thought out meal plans that is a gift like mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't have to be you know the traditionally <laughs> thought of creative right. you know um
0: yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's yeah. kind of one of the premises of this podcast is just that, that everything is creative and, and everybody is creative in some way, shape, or form. And it looks, it can look very different, but yeah, that, that, that creativity comes across in a lot of different ways. And, um, you know, I think we kind of do one another a disservice when we kind of label some things as, as creative and then other things is like, oh, that's not really a, like a creative thing. Um, and I have, you know, people that like, especially when we, we do these gatherings, like these women's gatherings, where, you know, we'll be doing some sort of creative project and people will come and they're like, Oh, you know, I, I came, but I'm not a really a creative person. Like, no, yes, you are. Yeah. That's what I always
1: say. Yes,
0: you are. (laughs) Yes, you are. Um, but I think again, it's going back to just, um, and that's kind of the, for me, the beauty of, of, um, having leaned into my own creativity is it, it helps me to understand like who I, I am, um, in relation to, to who made me, right. Mm-hmm. Who, um, who I believe made me, um, which is God who I believe to be, you know, just innately creative. Right. And right. so, um, I love yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I wonder too, um, I don't know if you'd have anything more to say on this, but that that kind of leads into another question that I had, which is like how, um, I mean, have you found as you've leaned into your own creativity, whether it's the stamped lily, or I'm sure that you've had like other expressions of creativity throughout your life. Um, I mean, most people that I talk to that, that are, are, you know, engaging in creative things, that's kind of the story, right? The through line that like, oh yeah, you know, I've, I've always been, you know, kind of creative and in, in some way, shape or form, you know, throughout yeah. and, you know, might not have seen it right away. But as I think back, you know, I, I've understood that. Um, but if, if you know, you, you thinking about like your um, expression of creativity, if it has like helped to inform like your faith or, um, kind of how that looks. I don't know if you have anything more to say about that.
1: Um, you know, I think I would say that it, it ends up being a form of worship for me. So mm-hmm. meaning that I, I, I look at it as a way to honor God and to glorify him and to use these gifts Mm -hmm. that he's given me. So there are times when I'm struggling to create, or there are times Mm -hmm. when, um, I'm like bursting to create something, but just not knowing what it is that I'm supposed to like, you know, create. Um, but anytime I sit, I sit down and, um, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't want it to sound weird, but I feel like I just let him lead me. So most of the time I'll turn on worship music mm-hmm. and I just sit and listen. And I don't even know, sometimes I don't even know what I'm making. And I don't always sit down to make jewelry too. Like in the middle of this quarantine stuff, I, I had to take a break from, from mm-hmm. creating. I, there's just, I, you know, we had to bring the kids at home. Pet kids came home, you know, full time and we ended up taking in two other kiddos for a friend of mine who, um, they've been staying with us during quarantine. And so these, you know, these layers came up, yeah. came on and, um, I didn't have time really to create. And so oh. I remember telling my husband, I was like, I have to make something. I don't know what it is, but I have to do something. Right. And, girl, it's the silliest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's just – it's a <laughs> canvas with, like, a bunch of different paints I don't paint – I'm not a painter. Like, but <laughs> I felt like it's got it's the, – it's got lace on it and jewelry, and there's paint, and it's on this big canvas. And it's, like, up in my shop now, and I just look at <laughs> it, like, what are you thinking? But I know it sounds so silly, but the moment my brush hit the canvas, it was almost – like, I started crying. It was just this very – for me, it's very – it's a way for me to connect to God, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's, if it's like, purely because, you know, He's given me these gifts, and it's the way that I honor Him is with them. But I wasn't making jewelry. I was trying to paint something, and it's really, it wasn't really good. <laughs> but I felt like <laughs> it's just the act of obedience or something. Like, it was it's almost like I had to. I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like that was really,
0: like... Deep and like up here in the air a little
1: bit. (laughs) I I can totally relate with that experience
0: though. Um, And I'm glad that you brought that up because like, I, I I mean, probably in the, I don't know, maybe this past week has been the first time that I've started um, making the same sort of things that I've made in the past or, um, and then throughout the last, what, three months or everything that, that everything has been shut down. I mean, everything else, else that I've been doing, I just felt like I just have no energy to engage with this. Um, and so even like, you know, this monthly, like art gatherings, I mean, part of the reason, you know, those kind of stopped partially cause it, you know, you can't really gather in part and, you know, right. in, in real life. Um, but I just didn't even have the the capacity to think about like, wh- you know, how can we, we've done this, did that virtually one time. And I just didn't have the capacity to try and organize that anymore or, Um, even sitting down, you know, at the end of the night to like the most that I could kind of muster up is just to like sit and like binge watch Netflix, (laughs) but that was still kind of like hard to reconcile. Like, why can't I like get into some of these other things that, um, you know, that really used to bring me joy and in, in theory still bring me joy. I just can't muster up the energy to engage with it. Um, so no, I think it's, it's, that's an experience that lots of different people are probably having right now. And so I think it's really um, relevant, just even, you know, being able to share that experience. What do you do or, or what have you done? Like when it is really hard for you to create, like, do you have, I don't know, again, maybe there, um, I don't have an answer for it, so I don't know no. if we've got like a process for that or, or something that you help do to kind of help get you through those seasons.
1: I think just, I for me, I, I usually, I, at least in, I haven't had a season like that in a while. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because I've, you know, been busy with, you know, work and just orders and everything, you know, maybe I, I just haven't really experienced that long of a session without creating, just given the right. times that we're in and the circumstances that were, you know, going on. I didn't, it was, it was something I had to do. Right. So I haven't mm-hmm. experienced that other than just m- most recently, but I would say I did it. I let myself not to create for a little while. Mm -hmm. Um, and then that, I think that that buildup happened when I sat down and painted the, you know, beautiful masterpiece that that was, um, it was not, um, but (laughs) like, (laughs) but I, I, I allowed the space to do that, but then, you know, when I want to get back in it, I'd say for me, I always, I just, I turn on worship music because it just, I don't know reminds me that he God is in charge and I am not um it's not mm-hmm. it's not about me, it's about him and when I start to like for lack of a, knowing a better way to describe this, but when I stop focusing on myself so much mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um and focus more on him, then that's when good stuff happens Mhm
0: so. yeah, and I love that too the the idea of not focusing on yourself. Cause I know for me that shows up in, um, having to get out of my own head. So kind of like similarly to w- what you talked about making that, that canvas piece. Um, mm-hmm. I think the the way that mm-hmm. I sometimes will get too focused in on myself is by what I'm creating or like placing, you know, a, a value on that. Um, and then that value being representative of my skill or my, I know who I am, right, and so if i if I create something and it's not very good, um then I'm not a very good artist or I'm not you know and in that way, like it's that process was very much focused on me, and not to say like, yeah, absolutely, like you know you want to do your best work, but right. sometimes, and I think you wrote about this recently too, is that sometimes we we just need to create for the sake of creating it's not always yeah. about um the end product. And sometimes like we just need to allow ourselves to uh, engage in that process. And it's not even about what's going to come at the end of it.
1: Yeah. It's more probably, I wrote that as a reminder to myself because yes. <laughs> you know, you sit down and you think like, you know, you're really feeling all the creative vibes and you're like, Oh yeah, this is going to mm-hmm. be good. I am about to be a painter. Like it is going down. I'm, just I might as well order seven canvases because I'm gonna be painting my little heart out, mm-hmm. and then you sit down and it's not good, yeah. like or not good, like not good as to what you would consider good, and you're like, right, I'm stick to jewelry, but <laughs> you at least like <laughs> you know you know you sat down and got those creative juices flowing, and I you know probably still don't know you know what the complete long-term or i can't see in the future you know god's Mm -hmm. gonna use that even that little exercise um but i did it and i felt better afterwards it was almost like uh yeah i just had to do it i don't know yeah like a release or something (laughs) yeah
0: and um and as i'm looking at the time here i think um we'll probably start wrapping up but um are there are there things, um, whether those are scriptures or just kind of like words of wisdom that you've heard from other people, um, like when you are, because uh, part of like the thing in this conversation that I've loved the most and I've like personally gotten the most out of, is the idea of you know, just having the faith that whatever you're doing, whether it's it's creating you know an an actual physical piece, or you're just going through an experience, um, that that can be used. In the future, um, and that sometimes you don't even know what that's going to be, but that you know it's it it it's not going to be wasted, um, right? And so I'm wondering: is are there any um again any whether it's a scripture or whether it's just something that somebody's told you that helps to kind of remind you of that or inspire you in those moments when maybe you are doubting that um that you kind of cling to.
1: Um. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna look both of them up really quick because so there's a couple there's a couple scriptures, I think, through, um, like the whole repurposing thing mm-hmm. and, um, just how I've seen, you know, God use my story in our situation, um, the way that he has, um, I, I have to look it up though. So sorry, hang on just a second. Cause I don't, I don't have it memorized. <laughs> um, so for sure, which is a common verse for uh, Romans eight twenty eight, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. I think it's important to remember all things, all things, you know, even mm-hmm. even the really sucky things. Um, that is true. And the other one is Second Corinthians one, three through five, three through five. Well, actually, yeah, three through five. So it says, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Um, For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. So I think those two verses um, for sure have informed just the way that the stamp lily has gone, I guess. Mm-hmm. And for sure, um, that's the second Corinthians verse is the one that I kind of, I don't know, I feel like I just, I want that to come out of the stamp lily. So mm-hmm. I want to share, I want to help comfort you in, by the comfort I've received from Christ. So yeah. And that is basically why I say yes to talking to people on a panel or why, you know, I've said yes to these other things or speaking at a women's event is because that is what I hope that God uses me to do is to be able to comfort him or to comfort you with the comfort I've received from him. Mm -hmm. So, um, that, I guess that would be my. Those
0: would be my verses. Yeah, and and the thing that I love about the way that that's integrated into what the stamp lily is is like, I mean, I don't know if you, you, it just it sounds like you know you didn't sit down one day you're like I'm going to start a business and here I'm going to write out my business plan and part of the purpose of my business right so sure. it you know it kind of it seems like really came organically in the sense of like you know you experienced something really, really challenging. And, um, you know, and and your whole family where, you know, again, not really knowing like how that could be used, um, in in a, in a, a positive way or, or to support other people. Um, and I love that, you know, it's not just about the jewelry and it's not just about the pieces, but that it's kind of like a catalyst for this larger conversation, um, both around, um, what you've experienced with, you know, your brother and, and around this topic, this really important topic of mental health, but, um, it just kind of also spans across like all the hard things that we can go through. Um, and so that's, that's really kind of like the through line in the work that you do. Um, and I love that it, you know, from what it sounds like, that that wasn't even intentional necessarily from the onset and it just kind of happened. And, um, it's funny that you keep saying this, like the idea of just like saying yes, because like when Sarah, um, messaged me about you know saying like how great you would be for this podcast, that was like one of the things that she specifically mentioned was that <laughs> you were somebody that says yes, um, and so that's kind of yeah. in case you didn't know, that's how you're identified now. Um, <laughs>
1: but, yes, um, I I think I I I don't know that I would have pegged myself as somebody who would say yes, but, and I tried, you know, me and Sarah have had, oh gosh, so many conversations about when it started with, and I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but I think it all just happens when you, you know, you're just making the next right choice or you're saying Mm -hmm. yes to God in the next, in the next thing he calls you to. And it's really scary to say yes because sometimes those yeses put you on a stage uh, and we're <laughs> a hundred people um sometimes those yeses end up in a book that mm-hmm. people call you an author for and you still can't believe it and sometimes those right. yeses you know have you taking in extra kids who are living with you that you didn't know you're gonna say yes to and 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 so like all of those yeses though um gosh, they're good at the end. Like they're hard and you can't imagine, you know, having, you know, like I said, putting yourself in these situations. Like I wouldn't, I don't know. I wouldn't have, I don't know. I just wouldn't have envisioned Mm -hmm. it. And yet, you know, all of those yeses just really, I think, sanctify us and call out these you know, um, areas of our life where, you know, God can still keep refining us and using it. And it's, I don't know. They're all, I, yeah. they and, all and for think, his glory. So yeah, I
0: think probably even in those moments where, um, you probably didn't always want to say yes, to you know, something that was kind of before you or, or, or some sort of opportunity, or maybe there was some sort of trepidation around whether, you know, you should, or whether that was the right move. And, um, and so I know, you know, there's a lot of things that I've allowed myself to to i don't know kind of have to cast away the fear around it and and just kind of dive into um and I'm really thankful that I do because then there's you know even if nothing comes out of it right so maybe you have one speaking engagement and then there's never another one again um mm-hmm. that's not really the point right and so right. um it's not the point of like creating something that's going to i don't know, be a, a catalyst or, or catapult you into to the next thing, and I think that's kind of one of the, uh, the the lies of society is that each step that you take should be kind of like a a step to something greater. And sometimes that's not really the purpose. Sometimes it's kind of more of like this like random game of like hopscotch, right? We're yeah. kind of like hopping yeah. all over the place. Yeah, um, and
1: it can be yeah. um, it can be an obedience thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Just you know, God presents something and saying yes to those things and. I think it's fair to note, you know, not everything has mm-hmm. to be a yes. <laughs> if, right. You know, you can yes yourself into a like way overbooked schedule. I think there's, <laughs> um, there's probably there. a, yes, there's probably a, um, you know, a whole nother podcast on that, but, yeah, um, absolutely. Um, but yes, I, that is very true. Um, saying yes to the things outside your comfort zone are, Mm -hmm. gosh, they're scary, but there's always something to gain understanding, um, learning. I don't know. There's always, Mm -hmm. it's never, it's never, I don't know. It's never for no reason. I don't Mm -hmm. know what to say. Like there's always something that comes from it.
0: Yeah. Well, um, that kind of brings us around the close of this episode, but one question that I like to ask, um, um, I I think in every episode that I've, I've asked a guest is, um the question of if you think about you know if you were to define what creative living is or living creatively what what would that be to you or how would you define that
1: I would I would say that it would just be honoring the gifts that I've been given mm-hmm. and you know I don't know what the stampoli really looks like in 10 years I don't know if the stampoli really is still around in 10 years but I do know that No matter what I'm doing, I hope that I still am honoring God with my creativity, no matter what that looks like, Mm -hmm. whether it's, um, you know, whether I'm just running a home, whether I'm writing more than I'm making jewelry, whether I'm, even if, even if no one sees it, you know, Mm -hmm. even if the platform, you know, is gone, even like, even if all of that stuff goes away, I still want to honor God with the gifts that he's giving me. And so to me, leaning into those gifts and using them for his glory is, I think the best creative life I could live. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well,
0: thank you so much. Um, I'm wondering before we uh, close out, if can you share, so if, if somebody wants to find you on social media, or if they want to buy a piece of jewelry, or um, I don't know if you know people are still doing speaking engagements now. But um, <laughs> yeah, how like how would they find you, or how would they get in um, contact with you?
1: So I'm the stamped lily everywhere. So it's mm-hmm. the com. I'm the stamped lily on Facebook, the stamped lily on Instagram, and I'm on TikTok. Um, cool. Whoa! I know. I haven't posted there in a really long time, but I have posted some really cool process videos there. But so I don't also- even know how to
0: use TikTok. So you're like <laughs> I know, one, way I barely ahead of know,
1: me. I barely know how to use but, it. But in totally. all fairness, your kids are older.
0: My my oldest is only is only five, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, they are not on TikTok. Let's be oh, clear. Okay, They are not yes. on TikTok. <laughs> um, but I'm just sampling on TikTok too. And I thought it would be fun um, to give your listeners a coupon code. So if- Oh, great. um. If anyone does want to shop, you can find all the links to um, how to get to my store, shopping and all of that. Like I said, thestamplily dot com. But if you put in the code made to create, um, you get ten percent off your order. So just for fun, I don't know, no pressure, you know. Like I always say, just should you be inspired by any of the pieces? There you go.
0: (laughs) They they are beautiful, and you've got. um, I know, and you do some some custom work too, right? Like some custom stamping.
1: I do. I do custom work and, mm-hmm. um, I do lots, I do a lot of, um, uh, memory stuff. So people will send mm-hmm. me in, um, leather from a loved one who has passed say grandpa, mm-hmm. dad, mm-hmm. I've made a lot of keychains and cuffs out of, um, grandpa's and dad's leather, not as many moms. It's mostly, it's mm-hmm. mostly men. And so I can, that's another cool aspect of that's very cool creating something from belts.
0: So yeah, I do that too. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you again. And it was really great. And then, uh, you know, maybe the next time that we uh, are up in the high desert, our families um, are are all up there still. And so we we go up there periodically to to go visit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun to chat with you and um, I'm just grateful. Thank you. Yeah, of course. And
0: then thanks also to everybody listening and um, it'd be great if, uh, you know, if you in, are enjoying this podcast to make sure just that you are sharing it out with, with whomever, um, you know, you think could, could benefit from it. And if you feel so inclined to give, you know, a, I love getting the comments, um, you know, to the podcast, or, um, if you have uh, a moment to give it a rating, I know that helps, uh, it to reach other listeners as well. So thank you everybody for listening. And thanks again. Apple.
1: Thank you.